I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Parts. Um, still here with Millie McIntosh or Millie Taylor. What do you go by? McIntosh. You go, okay. All right, boss. Oh, all right. My married name is Taylor, but I, I, I didn't change my name. You didn't change your name? No. I don't think Sophie's going to change her name. Really? I don't know. Sophie Habu, she, I don't think she's going to change it. She's changed it legally. Yeah. But I think she's going to keep the Habu name. I haven't even changed it legally. Have you not? No. What? All right. <laughs> so your actual yeah, name is... But it says a lot of paperwork. <laughs> what? Like, I have done it. I've done it all before. <laughs> After the first force, I was like, I'm not doing it again. It's too much admin. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hugo. <laughs> oh, you, know, um, you don't like talking about the first divorce. No, though. we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> okay. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you I'm want to sure. talk about? That? No, I'm kidding. I, I do want to know this. Well, you're, you're married now. I'm married now. How's it feel? It's great. I love it. How was your wedding? Yeah, it was. Um, the, the ceremony was amazing. It was just a small little thing. Just did you to do, do it the, at Chelsea Town Hall? Chelsea Town. Yeah, just, I did the same with Hugo a few days before we did our like big celebration. Yeah, just to do the paperwork. It was great. And it's just like nice having that small group setting, and then yeah. you do like a lunch afterwards. And we did a lunch after, and it was so fun. And it, I, I just feel like a sense of like calm. It's just like I think before when you're in a relationship, you're like you almost like it's 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 a it's sort of a constant there's there's constant fear that the other person could go when you're married okay. it's like well i've trapped you with a contract yeah yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to divorce <laughs> me that's gonna take ages so you want to go through that oh my god and actually in your head you just think oh she can't be bothered she's gonna stick with it how do you keep um how long have you been with you for so we've been together about seven years okay. and we've been married for it'll be five years in june amazing how do you keep the relationship alive Give it to me. This is the, the tips that I need. Um, it's a bit different when you've had kids. Okay. But what before like before you have children, I would just really recommend just travel as much as you can together. Everyone says that. Yeah. It's so much it's just so much harder when you've got kids. You either travel with them, which is not a holiday. It's yeah. just parenting in a different country, which is harder. 
or and it's quite stressful um, or you leave them behind and then you constantly miss them and feel like guilty that you're not with them and just you've got to arrange all the like who's looking after them when you're not there and it's it's hard you don't want to you you say you'll you say that you'll go away and leave them and then you have them and you don't want to leave them and if you do it's for like one night and you go to like the countryside it's not like yeah that's what you you're do. not off somewhere like really exotic <laughs> um so that's why i would say make the most of like doing things like anything that you really want to do just the two of you anywhere you want to go that's like a long distance long haul just go and go and visit those places do like an extended honeymoon that means you go to two honeymoons we did one straight after the wedding and then we did one like six months later where did you go to both of those so straight after the wedding we went to greece yeah and did like two uh islands in greece and then later in the year like in the winter we went and did oman and then the maldives oman's pretty cool and that was amazing do you do the six senses yeah yeah it's amazing yeah oh my god okay we're doing panama sophie's okay. not that excited about it <laughs> she doesn't want to go to panama but we're gonna see the whales and like go like hiking she's like i don't want to do that, I want that to sounds see... fun sounds wicked yeah. i know and i did this whole surprise for her i think she's kind of excited about it um you and hugo though that story is amazing because we were all like friends before and then we started doing MIC and you guys. We'd already like had a bit of history. You had a bit of a bling. Yeah. Well, we'd, we'd like hooked up a couple of times in the over the, in the couple of years before Made in Chelsea. We always like yeah. had that chemistry. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, well, we were together for like four months when. Really? Yeah. I feel like we it was longer were, than that. I think it was about four months. I was properly in love with him. You were? Yeah. So how many times in your life have you been in love, do you think? Probably twice. Only twice? Yeah. Properly in love. Mm-hmm. Okay, and first time was Voldemort. We don't talk about it. Uh, uh, I, I couldn't possibly say. <laughs> okay, I'm just guessing, right? I'm just and guessing. Not, no comment. Okay, I'm guessing. And then, so you were never in love when you were younger, teen years? You were no. Ne- Are you serious? Yeah. So I you, never had like a... You never had your heart broken properly? Not you've had no. you've had upsetness, yeah, I get it. But, but you, like, no, I didn't have a boyfriend. Like when I was in my in my teens. So who was your first kiss? I can't. I actually can't remember his name. <laughs> you, can't, you can't remember his name. I, was it like a, was it one of? The, I actually think it was with a boy. That I was. I actually think it was with your school. Was it? Yeah. It was at Radley. It was a social, but it was at my school, and I can't. Oh I don't. I, I don't remember his name. We met on the dance floor and we kissed. I was twelve. Really? Yeah. Jesus, it was fun. Can you remember though. who your first kiss yeah, was? Yeah, I can remember. Morvan. No, it wasn't Morvan. <laughs> what was it? You can't remember. It was Tash. Tash? Do you know, this is actually a funny story. Okay. <laughs> I guess someone called Tash. She, she may listen to it, she may not. I guess I called Tash on this boat. And I then decided what would be a funny idea for a podcast is to find the first person I ever kissed. Oh. So I managed to track down this person, Tash. I sent her a message saying... On Instagram. On, yeah, like, I think LinkedIn. Like saying, hey, Tash, I'd love to chat to you about my first kiss. Da, da, da. She didn't reply. Managed to get hold of her number. And so I phoned her. I said, hey, Tash, it's Jamie. She said, don't call this number again. <laughs> Hung up. I was like, what? I thought well, it would be she a might re- not want, want to talk about it. It's a kiss. I thought it would be exciting, you know. Um, so you and Hugo dated for a bit. And you loved him. You probably loved him. Why didn't you guys then connect back then? What happened? Oh, I mean, I don't want to go like too much back through old show history, babe, but like, okay, I think you know what happened. Oh, <laughs> didn't I, end I that well. Yeah, that. didn't end that well. 
Wow. But we were like, we were young. Like, you know, it was, we, he, we both changed a lot in the years after that. Oh my God. Yeah. But you know, we've like, we've known each other for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, literally for like over half my life. Cause I think I met him when I was well, 15. Yeah. Uh, 15, 16. And, you know, we weren't in the right place to be together then. Like we, you know, we had that short relationship. It wasn't very equal. I think I was probably more into him than he was into me. Mm-hmm. And then, see, we broke up. But I went, we were both in relate from in relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. We didn't speak for years. Mm-hmm. What was and that then, moment when you reconnected? It was like we st- we we started speaking again as friends after seeing each other at a friend's wedding. Okay. And it was just quite nice to have that person like back in my life that was like so familiar that I knew. Yeah. And um, he'd just been through quite a bad breakup. I was going through a bad breakup and we would just like speak as friends. And then it, that just developed into something romantic. And then the rest is history. When you, when you first hooked up again, was it electric? It was like teenagers again. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable, isn't it? When when, when 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 there's so much like ele- you've had that like yeah, yeah. when because also weirdly I've said this before but when I Sophie and I were friends okay and then <laughs> how did you get together with Sophie also, no, also, no, she's, no, no. she is a catch can i just she's say she's such a catch yeah. we uh, the first uh, sophie and i were friends and then um we went to south africa like just we, friends we were just really really good friends i felt awkward around her a lot of the time i was like why do i feel awkward i didn't really know it's because i obviously fancied her or something and then when we went to south africa together on this trip she walked out in a bikini and i was like my god she's a she's a chick She's hot. But, yeah. Yeah, but I hadn't, I hadn't noticed it because she was my friend. Okay. And then we shared a bed together. And I remember one night she rolled over. She was wearing a thong. And, and I was suddenly so like, I was like, oh my God. I couldn't, couldn't believe it. I was like so turned on. And I was like, okay, I must really fancy her. And then when we first hooked up, it was like the most electric thing because I think it was like friendship and this and that yeah. and all coming down. So you when, must have the same thing with Hugo. When right? you've got the friendship, like at the basis of like the base of the relationship, mm. I think it just goes so much deeper. Mm. And like we we are like best friends now, and it, that is an amazing thing to have when you're parenting, and that can be difficult. But I feel like we've got that foundation, and so it is like teamwork, and you could just and the respect, you know, yeah. The respect for each other, right? Yeah. You know, it, it's funny with MIC, right? I don't want to go back into the old show, but you only did that for two years. But still people would go, Millie, MIC. Same with Jamie, MIC, but things like that. But still people remember you on that. Is that annoying for you or not annoying? What do you think? I mean, I meet people all the time, like who, I mean, not every day, but definitely like every week. I would say out and about, someone will come up to me and be like, Millie, I loved you on the show or... Yeah. People, people say to me, they're like, I loved it when you had when you slapped Spencer. I'm like, oh god, definitely don't. That I don't condone. So I don't. Iconic. I don't condone violence at all. I um, love but it that you was, have to say that. I, I love do. it. Why do you have to say that? Of course, you, it's I not mean, violence. It's well, just, look, you slapped some bellend who was being annoying. He was not acting in a very nice way. I was standing up for my friend in my defense. Um, it's actually one of the most iconic. But I think because I television had scenes ever. quite a lot of these like these moments that were not scripted they weren't you know it was it was very real Mm. there were things that I went through on camera that were very painful for Mm. me um 
I didn't shy away from that. And I think that people connect with that because they were like real moments that they might have gone through or they might have experienced something similar, that kind of heartbreak or betrayal or, you know, that whether it's with a boyfriend or with a friend. And I think that's why uh, people, people, remember people, people remember it. So I never look back on the show with any resentment or, you know, I don't get annoyed that people bring it up because I think there's no point like fighting it. Like, yes, I am known from this reality show and like what an amazing thing to be a part of. I love that. Yeah. And like, I'm the same as you. What right? a great platform. Someone said to me once, like, do you feel like they exploited you? And I was like, no more that I exploited them right back. Because it was a business from the beginning. Yeah. It, it, it was a platform and it's, it's what platform. you do with it. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I, I think I spoke to Cags about this, but what was your, how were because you were the original. You you, yeah. were, you were one of the absolute originals. Were you not? No, I was season two. I just, um, I, I just rocked you in. Late arrival. Yeah, late arrival, baby. And I'm rocked in. Hey, how you doing, everyone? <laughs> just thinking I was an absolute boss. I just wasn't. Oh, my God. It was honestly, also, I didn't get the show for like a year. I was like, wait, so it's like. What we have to do like this? What do you want me to, what do you want me to talk about? What? Like, yeah, what do you want what? me to talk? I remember they said you should kiss Louise in the scene, and I was like, "Really? Like, <laughs> what is it? She doesn't want to." She's like, "Oh no, she will." It's like, "How do you know she does?" <laughs> I just didn't get the concept of it. But how were you approached at the very beginning? Did someone just basically say, "How did it happen with you?" So they were actually interviewing my flatmate. Yeah, we didn't end up doing the show. Um, one of my old school, older school friends. Who was that? Do I know? You don't know her that I live with at the time. And you know how they, when they were looking for the cast of the show, they had their like key people. I think it was like Rosie, Spencer, Hugo, maybe Francis. Francis they were maybe, like already yeah. involved. Yeah. And then they looked at like everyone else they knew and like researched all of their friends on Facebook and that kind of thing. So they would have all these other names that they were like linked to these people and they wanted to meet them mm. to see if they'd be like good on the show. Anyways, my friend was being interviewed and I ran in the room didn't know what she was that she was being interviewed and I had like one thigh high boot on and one like high heel I was in my underwear and I was like I'm going on a date which boot is which shoe is better and the producer was like who are you basically I was like you need to see the show so wait hang on so you were in your underwear yeah with a thigh high boot on and a heel on and a heel on and you run in front of the camera yeah and they went and I was like you know, I'm going on a date. Which shoe is like, you know, the best look with like which what I was going to wear? And yeah, the producer was just like, okay, you look fun. Like, let's, let's get <laughs> you, you look fun. <laughs> let's get you. you Probably look, you look like trouble. Yeah, yeah, you look fun. We'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, 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 I'm good. I was already in the process of I wanted to be on Britain and Ireland's Next Top Model. Did you? And I was like, I remember this. Potentially want to going to do that show. Yeah. And then when I didn't get in, I got through to like nearly the final round when you make it into the show and then I didn't get in. Mm. And then I was like, okay, maybe this could be like a good opportunity. So, and I'm so glad that it worked out that way. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. But it's a, it's a funny thing to choose to do. Reality TV is yeah. like, it's because you're you're going into something and there's no briefing on it. But we, when we signed up to it, it was probably different because you joined season two. Yeah. When we signed up for the show, it didn't have a, a name. What it was had the a name? working title, which was Chelsea Girls. Was that what it yeah. was? So it wasn't, it didn't even have a name. Okay. I remember looking at this contract, showing it to my parents. They were like, they literally thought some random one guy would be like following me around with a video camera. They didn't understand. <laughs> it was quite a hard thing to like explain. All we had, no, it's going to be really cool. All we like, had gonna for be... reference was Towie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. All, yeah. Or the hills or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, but in the UK. Uh-huh. And, and did you, when you had to do, but you, you, you went to like a duck to water. You were just a complete natural with it. You were totally fine. I feel like you were. I mean, it was, it was, um, it was kind of weird and, and fun, but also like there were, you know, the days were long. There was a lot of sitting around and like mm. the pretend party scenes and stuff. They were, I remember hating that when you had to like. I couldn't believe my luck doing it. Did you just love all of it? At the beginning, yeah. And towards the end, I, and I, I'm so proud of it. Like, I'm, you know, that's my history and things like that. Yeah, I loved it. I couldn't believe that. That's we got to travel and go on these, like, fun trips. And yeah. It was, it was kind of, like, exciting. And, like, we were, like, 21. What else were we going to be doing? But but hang on. But the interesting thing with you is that you left after two years. Yeah. That is risky. That is um, uh, interesting. That is kind of... Um, uh, forward thinking as well. I'd, I'd started a, a relationship with somebody that wasn't going to be in the show. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like, well, because they couldn't film that side of my life, that I was just, and like Kagi left and she was really like my best friend in the show. Yeah. Um, and I felt like the what I was being asked to film was like things that weren't that like genuine to me. I didn't really feel like I had such a like storyline for them to follow. Mm. And I didn't want to just be in there, like creating drama for like other people. But that, that so it kind of, I, it's I brave always, of said, you, I always I said I would leave when it just felt like it wasn't, and it wasn't fun. It wasn't anymore. authentic, and it wasn't authentic, and that is one. So that's why I left. That, but it's amazing because you leave at something like that so so early, and I said, well, people still remember you from it. But I feel like when you first left, you definitely had this idea that you're like, I don't want to be associated. A lot of people had that. I think everyone pretty much had that. I don't want to be associated with this anymore. Because it was like, okay, we're seen for being posh and, you know, all these different things and living off our parents' money and all this. Different stuff. And it's like, well, that's actually not quite the case. And I want to change that narrative a little bit. Do you had that right for a bit or no? Yeah, I think that. And also, you know, it makes a good headline, doesn't it? And- yeah. You know, we've both got like family histories, like mine's with like Quality Street and 
so I think we, I've got I definitely had this like heiress thing that's mm. like followed me around that like and it's and it's not true at all. Well, why is that not true? Because like I'm not an heiress to like anything. Like my family sold Quality Street um, a long time before I was born, so it's just not. It's not true. People are like, oh, I've just bought some Quality Street, like you know, coin in your trust fund bank. Yeah, it's so funny, <laughs> and and also, so you get the stigma of being this billionaire child, yeah. but with no money, and it's it, the same as me. Is that people think I'm heir to this McVitie's fortune, yeah. and you have to constantly explain. Hang on, this was sold in my family years ago, and we see no, no benefit from that. It's just you know our grandfather I'm or whatever. I'm proud of the heritage of it for sure, hundred yeah. percent. But you don't get to see the the, the money side yeah. of it, right? So, so you left because of who you were dating, and then you left kind of that. Did you miss it at all? Did you miss that world of television? I don't think so. I mean, I went on and did a couple of other like reality projects. I know you've done quite a few other shows mm. as well. Um, there is obviously like a buzz to it, you know, that adrenaline and the, you know, being on camera. I'm, but I've, I've kind of adjusted into what I do now where um, I create content. I'm still behind a lens. It's just, you know, it's much more my own. I'm much more in control of it. Talk to you about your podcast because you've started your podcast. You're I have on, a podcast. You have a podcast. Give us the title. Give us the name. Give us everything it's about. And you're starting series three now. So series three is currently airing. Okay. And I just really wanted to create this safe space where you could just have these much more like in depth, real, honest, you know, chats. We're not having to hold anything back. You know, on social media, there's only so much space to actually have these conversations and you literally only have a certain amount of characters you can type or a certain amount of length that you can mm. speak for. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like, I feel like I started being um, much more open on social media um, from when I was pregnant with my first daughter about three years ago about talking much more about my mental health and how I was feeling. Having a podcast is just a perfect place to have those discussions. Why do you think you were closed before that? Why do you think you didn't open up that because 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 i think you're you are you're really authentic to yourself the reason why you didn't do made in chelsea is because you were like right i'm not being authentic anymore for me i i i could act yeah you know, i can't act i i i i, <laughs> I can and i did it for a long time right i could yeah. play play different roles yeah. and things like that and and so being really authentic is is about sharing stuff but you found that difficult to share why would you find things difficult to I share? i think but also the way that we were all using social media a couple of years ago it was more just like post a picture and, and, you know, uh, a yeah. three-word caption. It wasn't, you know, I, I just didn't live, like laugh, it. laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, put up a nice picture, put on a nice filter. And, and actually and the caption like, would take longer than the photo. You'd be like, oh, what is this one going to be? A really short one-liner yeah. of a caption. And that, I don't know, I guess... I just didn't feel like there was that space to to have the to have those more in depth chats. Were you nervous about people um, seeing your authentic self in a way? I think yeah, it definitely felt quite scary when I first uh, first started speaking more openly and shared things. You know, not just the kind of those glossy moments, and you start sharing. Actually, I'm going through something really difficult, but actually, I found it so rewarding, mm. and I still do. Um, when you open up about something painful and you actually get loads of messages from other people going through the same thing, saying that you're not alone, suggesting things that might help, but also saying that hearing what you've said has really helped them. Mm. That's a really good feeling. Do you have that on your podcast where people write in all the time yeah. saying that? That's amazing. And you get to do it with one of your best friends. It's been really good fun doing it with a friend and... Uh, it's just great having guests on. I mean, you love podcasting. You're like, literally, how many episodes have you done? My God. I've done a podcast once a week for about six years. 
Wow. For me, I've always learned from like talking to people and understanding that's how I've learned. Reading books and sitting in lessons never really did it for me. But actually sitting and engaging with someone, that's how I learned. So that's why I love it because you learn so many things. And also it's the only platform where you can sit and chat for ages and yeah. people just listen and have a fun time. That's why I it's love it It's just enjoyable so doing it. It's yeah. Like, and I get what you, I totally get what you mean about learning. And we've had loads of amazing experts on and you know, you can just sit there and like grill them and interview them. It's quite selfish. I just have loads of people on that I find really interesting. <laughs> yeah, but that's what makes it that good, I right? That I want to speak to. And then you just get to basically like interview them. Yeah. It's quite nice being on the other side of that. Do you think you're now in a place where, would you say this is one of the happiest places you've been in for a while? Yeah. Happiest, really? like most stable. Um, Yeah. I, I really feel like having my, like having the kids and becoming a mom is, uh, is what kind of made me really but yeah brings me like so much happiness why does it bring you so much joy because you feel a real sense of purpose it's definitely given me a sense of purpose um being a mom has motivated me more than ever to just be the best version of myself to tackle my demons like mm. just be the best version of me for them mm. but in that i've really discovered a kind of new sense of calm and just new sense of yeah like purpose and order in my life um I just want to I just want to seek out joy and just like literally I don't want to waste like a moment like doing anything that doesn't bring me joy mm. so so what do you want to still achieve what is it that you're going this is what I want to do oh wow yeah, I know. Here we go. Just really, really think about that hard question at the end of it. I feel like that's such an intense question. It's so intense, but that's no, a, but I think it's but it's a good question, right? Because I think actually what we, I don't know. Sometimes someone someone said to me right once that we kind of got to have this destination in life and realize where we're heading. Otherwise, we kind of get lost. And actually, sometimes I just think to myself, what do I want to achieve? And actually, going back to that thing about why I'm nervous about kids. Yeah. Actually, I think it's one of the greatest things to do in life because because why are we put on this earth otherwise? If we're put on this earth just to whatever have fun with that can't be right we're put on this earth i think to bring up little ones and be a dad and be a mom and and be a great mom and, and like you said bring up two little kids and and it that's the you, biggest achievement it makes all these things that you maybe no longer found exciting yeah it brings like a whole new lease of life Amazing. to them like like their birthday is suddenly like so much fun because you get to see how much they enjoy it like christmas is so much fun because of you see it through their eyes. Yeah. What else when they have boyfriends? What are you going to do then? Oh, God. I can't think of that. <laughs> I happen. actually don't like to think too far ahead. I, I'm like, it freaks me out. Is yes. it really? Yes. Why does it freak you out? Because I just don't, I mean, I, it's just going to be a hot, it just constantly changes. We're currently, my brain is currently like potty training and, you know, dealing with my three-year-old falling out of the bed. Like, that. I'm, I, like, I can't think about boyfriends just yet. God, I think about if I had a son, I'd just be worried about him being like you <laughs> just wanking in the attic or something and i'd be like yeah. i know what you're doing out there I, do you know, I am glad i've got girls i don't want to do all those crusty sheets <laughs> and i someone wrote home once saying that they're constantly in the battle of finding crusty socks everywhere <laughs> hey that's why i actually am so glad <laughs> yeah 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 so good Millie, listen i want to say um we'd like to say we've been friends for so long dude and uh every time i see you it's 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 like it's exactly normal always nothing ever changes and uh proud of you for just being the greatest mom i you know i, I don't see you that often but when i see you on like social media and stuff like that you just you look like you're just being the you ooze wholesomeness Thank you. And I remember the, and I also, I, I, I remember Soph, my Soph phoned you once. She was having a little bit of a, like an anxiety thing and you really helped her as well. 
and I really appreciate. It. I always remember oh my that. God, of course. Yeah, like, and I really anytime. appreciate that. That was so kind. Thank you for coming. Where can we listen to your podcast? Um, so you can listen to it, Mum Lemmers and More, wherever you get your podcasts. And um, you have Instagram and things like that? Uh, so for the Instagram, you can go to Basement Chats. Great, amazing. And uh, also check out all our episodes on YouTube. Okay, I'm going to leave the link in the description below. I want to say a big thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, hey, listen. Thanks uh, for having me. I'm so excited for your wedding. Oh, my God. I, listen, I know you're not going to be drinking, but I'm going to be lit. Right, I hope so. And then I have to deal with the anxiety afterwards. Okay, well, I'll be there the next day. You can hug me. All right. All right, everybody, listen, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Guys, thank you for listening. Uh, hey, listen, if you liked that episode, you can go back and listen to other episodes with like Spencer and Proudlock and Lucy Watson, loads of different people. Remember, you can go to YouTube on Monday and watch the full video. And if you haven't looked at our social media yet, go and check it out. Guys, we're back next week on Monday with our private moments and Wednesday with our bonus episodes and then Friday with another episode. Okay, enjoy. Big love. See you later. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.